three, two, one. Welcome into another week of MLS. So we're in the States, MLS. Uh, I'm here with my guy, Trippin' B. How are you today, buddy? I'm great, player. How you doing, man? Another uh, another Sunday of picking myself up off the mat from Charlotte FC <laughs> off, but whatever. That was a tough, like, five minutes for you guys. <laughs> that rough stretch, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll definitely hit that game for sure. Um, we're going to go through all the games just like we normally do, and then we'll go a little bit towards the end. We'll try to save some time for uh, the most overhyped players, the, the guys that you should be selling uh, right now uh, that we think are going to come back down to earth a little bit. So um, let's jump right in. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today, so let's jump right in and, uh, and get to some games. Cincinnati 1-0 winners over Philadelphia. And just to preface this week, I was at an event, so I didn't get to watch any of these games, but I've gone through a few of the stats. So um, I, I, I've got a little bit of context, but uh, don't necessarily know what happened. Um, the Cincinnati game, 1-0 winners for Cincinnati, a little bit of a rotated lineup for Philly. Uh, Matt Miazga bangs out 100. So good for mm-hmm. him to start the uh, to start this week. Um, did, you, did you watch this one? Didn't watch this one, but... Uh, the, the it's it's about panic button time for for Philadelphia, right? Like it, it, as much as some some teams there. that were good last year are struggling, no one's no one, and Austin especially, but Philly's right there in terms of in terms of hurting and uh, not really being able to match their success of last year. Yeah, I mean seven from se- seven points from seven games. Uh, their big problem right now is their road form. They're zero for three on the road, um, and again, this is a, a little bit of a rotated lineup. So maybe I mean they're they're obviously. Um, they're, they're obviously, you know, going to have a better lineup at, at times, but their road games this year, Miami, Montreal, and Cincinnati, the first two really probably at least should get something from Cincinnati is a tough team. So the one, no loss isn't terrible. Um, but yeah, they, they go to Chicago next week. So we'll have to see if they can, if they can kind of pull it back out on the road. Um, is this, is this champions right league hangover or what? I mean, it could be, it could be, I mean, it's, it's, it's mostly the same team, right? I mean this, so yesterday they rotated a bit um, and they got beat a little bit, beat up a little bit. uh, Just judging by the stats, they got beat up a little bit, put in some of the starters. And then for the last few minutes, they, they looks like they were kind of pushing, um, Mm -hmm. but, but couldn't actually end up coming up with anything. And again, Cincinnati's just really good. Like sometimes you just go to a team that's hot and, and you lose, but um, I, I think it's a little bit maybe of, of, CCL hangover and still trying to get over that. So um, we'll have to see. It's a long season. Definitely. I mean, they're, they're one point off of the, off of the uh, playoff spots. So it's not like they're out or anything like that. Um, But you're, you're, you're right. It's, it's time to start looking at this and start asking some questions and start figuring out, you know, what's gone different. And it could have just been that, you know, guys like Carranza that aren't having a great year so far, they just had a great year last year. And and this is just kind of more of what he should be, I guess. Um, It's very possible that that's true. So um, they got a big big, uh, midweek matchup against that in Mexico. So I can understand a little bit why they're probably more focused on that. and rotated, rotated there uh, for right. that match. You mentioned so. Carranza. Neither Carranza or yeah. Ure were in. Cincinnati was some big scores, 70s yeah. from Arias, Hogland, and Mosquera. 
You got 68 from Santano. You mentioned me, Oscar's 100. Lucho, big news on this one is Lucho Costa left uh, potentially hurt. Yeah. So make sure you're make sure you're following Laurel Fafler, uh, the one of the GOAT beat reporters out there on Twitter. She covers FC Cincinnati very well with a newsletter on Patreon. And uh, she tweets a lot of great information and she answers a lot of She's one of the few beat writers out there that will like respond to you if you tweet a question. So good for her. She yeah. rocks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a good follow uh, there for Cincinnati. Um, from what I heard, um, I think it's just a couple of weeks for Lucio Acosta potentially. Um, he did score the penalty after he got hurt. So he was still playing Gotta after he got hurt. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I from what it sounds like, it sounds like he may need a few weeks to kind of it's kind of get back and that's, that's trouble for Cincinnati, right? They, they run through that man. So if he yep. misses time, it'll be very interesting to see how things go there. Um, so that, that's, that was kind of a heavyweight matchup in the Eastern conference. At least it, it projects to be Philadelphia, not really up there right now. Um, but we expect them to be pretty good decently this year. Um, the next one was kind of a mismatch Columbus who has proven that they're a bit of a heavyweight this year. Um, one of the best goal differences in the MLS, they go to DC and, uh, and they kick some ass and take some names and, and it was not close from what I understand. Again, couldn't watch it. Um, the news here, at least from our side, Lewis O'Brien with his first start, which is exciting to see played pretty well. 73.2. So just getting a few more pieces in here and there, um, but still just just not enough right now. Not enough to kind of keep up with these really good teams. Um, Schulte is also playing really, really well. Do you think there's any you know thought in the back of Wilfred Nancy's mind to just stick with Schulte and, and abandon Eloy room? There's got to be. Uh, there's got to yeah. be. I'm definitely not selling Schulte if I have him right now. Yeah. I mean, he, he came in in the same class as Celentano, and there were comparisons between the two that were very, very close. Um, I thought they were both some of the best goalkeepers that had come out in the draft class in recent memory. Um, so I, I would not be surprised if he is the goalkeeper of the future in Columbus, but the future could be now. It was a lot sooner than I thought for Celentano um, and Schulte, you know, he might be taking over that job. Also shout out to our guy, Will Sands, who picked up yeah, a, uh, a little hundy, but a, a little hundy Lucas Elrion with his 86, seven um, Aiden Morris. Lucas yeah, Aiden Morris, 64, uh, kept it rolling with the with the 60 pluses. So he's having a good year. Um, so yeah, Columbus goes into DC, kind of rolls. Uh, and I don't think I don't think that was particularly surprising. I don't know. Were you no. surprised by that? Not at all. DC's horrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Donovan, I don't think Donovan Pines, though. Donovan Pines another might 60. Be to have the conversation. More, 20, more conversations. <laughs> 25 all-around points with a minus eight on goals allowed. It's pretty nice. Yeah. You you can hear the disappointment in my voice for having to have more conversations like that. <laughs> hey, I've got um, the rare. I've got a rare. I'm not, I'm, I'd am i love to see him become usable. Hey, I mean, uh, from a sower perspective, I'd love to see him be usable. From a, you know, answering DMs perspective, like, mm. just start the guy so I don't have to answer any more of those DMs. Um, <laughs> LAFC rolls over Austin three nil. Uh, it was n- apparently not even that close. Uh, our guy, Denny Bowanga is just absurd. Absolutely absurd. 97 two had a special goal. Um, at least one of them that I saw was, was fantastic. 
And uh, I thought it was I thought it was fun here. LAFC, who won MLS Cup, was giving away Western Conference Championship banners in this game <laughs> because obviously they beat Austin in the Western Conference uh, sure. in the Western Conference Finals last year. Uh, interesting that we've seen Zardis on the bench a few times. That looks like Austin's kind of going back to what worked for them last year, uh, as far as Rudy going back in there and trying trying to make an impact. But it's just not working. They just they they have not found. They haven't found it yet. Um, I mean, Zard is straight up sucks, so that's no surprise at all. But uh, big headlines are Drew. Careful, you're you're going to get us on the hate list. <laughs> hey, Jake can put me on the hate list. I don't care. <laughs> he know, he knows I love him regardless, so it doesn't matter. Um, but Drew C with only the three AA is brutal. Uh, yeah. LAFC with some good scores, but the, uh, the other big headline is no John McCarthy. Jakubovich came in at yeah. goalkeeper. Still good and uh, turned into seventy one. It doesn't matter because Crapo is going to take the job back very soon eventually. But yeah. brutal if you'd been I've, hanging, if you'd been relying on McCarthy up till now, and then all of a sudden you got stuck with the uh, DNP. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good news for Crapo. Just was McCarthy just hurt in case McCarthy wasn't even on the bench. Crapo was on the bench, so I don't I don't know if he's if oh. John Johnny Mac is hurt or what. But my bad for not having that news. But I mean, it, it could have just been rotation for the for the midweek. Yeah. Phase. I mean, they they do but play Vancouver. They have Crapo a big would be the one on the bench, you know, as the emergency. Yeah, that, yeah. That'd be I mean, it must mean really Crapo's pretty close. Yeah, and I I think we knew he was getting pretty close. I I bought it two weeks ago. I think uh, knowing that he was going to be back, so um, I'm I'm sitting pretty here with a, with a basically an extra free goalkeeper, which is awesome. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think we're getting there, and they just wanted to get Jakovic, you know, uh, a run in in the team. They obviously don't play. In the next round of the U.S. Open Cup, they have a bye in the League's Cup. So after they get through Champions League, they do have a few games off that other teams wouldn't normally have, if that makes sense. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think they just they wanted to get the, the backup a little bit of time. Obviously, he's a bit older, so I don't even know if he's I don't even know if they needed to do that, to be fair. Um so it's a good good question, but yeah, I think I think it's going to be Kraper's net here within the next two weeks or so, uh, and we'll see how things go. But LAFC just keep running; they're four and zero at home. They they do have only two draws on the road, so a little bit of a little bit of issues when they go away from Bank of California. But goodness gracious, um, yeah, they're they're very very they're unfair. No Vela, home. no problem. Yeah, I mean Vela played twenty nine minutes in this game, and mm-hmm. he was. He still had a ton of AA, which is wild. Um, so yeah, I think LAFC just keep keeps on rolling. Dallas gets the one 0 win in Miami, and Miami, after a great start to the year, has kind of turned into a bit of a dumpster fire. They're yeah, down with DC United now. Yeah, uh, Drake Counter is doing his best to like keep him alive, but man, yeah. Dallas, uh, Dallas, pretty much dominated this game as well, if I remember the stats. Twenty AA for the Drake is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our um, boy uh, Jose uh, Nkosi Tafari with the with the uh, yep. with the thirty AA. Yep. Jesus Jimenez yep. sighting back from the deads came in and got the assist for Ferrer's goal. Only played only fifty nine minutes 60, though. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. so un- unreliable, but yeah. um, which is too bad. It's really tough to buy any of these Dallas cards other than like the the true elites like Jesus Ferrer and Alan Velasco. But if you haven't bought a Nkosi Tafari yet, I mean, please. Yeah, you, you have know, to. Like, like you do you hate us? Do you hate our podcast? Because we've been trying to sell this guy for a long freaking time. Our pumps aren't as good as Nellis's pumps, but we we try. We try to pump them, especially if you have a Pies. Like Pies is one of the few reliable keepers mm-hmm. in the MLS. Yeah. And like Nikosi is, he's locked that spot down and he's really mm-hmm. good. 
Um, he's very so good. yeah, I I would be buying the heck out of him, and I have bought the heck out of him. He's still super um, cheap. Here, here's one thing that I've noticed with because I I always think right, Ferreira Velasco both under twenty three makes a perfect stack, right? It seems like every time Ferreira has a decent game, Velasco sucks, and every time Velasco has <laughs> a decent game, Ferreira yeah, sucks. Brutal. Like I honestly like I think I think you just you have them both and you put them in different lineups, and one of them is guaranteed to go off. Like I think that's how it works. It's really weird that they don't like mm-hmm. feed off each other, but um, yeah, I just thought, I thought that was really weird. Really interesting. New England eviscerates Montreal. And this is uh this is what we kind of expect from Montreal. They get waxed sometimes and boy, mm-hmm. did they get waxed. I, I was on Nellis this week and one of my guys to outscore his, uh, his L 10 or his L 15 or whatever it is in, in, in football one of my guys was uh, Carlos Hill, and boy, did he ever do that. He put up a mm-hmm. 99. Uh, couldn't quite get it all the way to the 100, but um, he was fantastic. Had a, had a great game. Bobby Wood is, you know, is Bobby Wood viable at this point? He's, he's scoring goals. He's scoring. He's back. I mean, he's anyone's viable at home against Montreal, though. Even Veroni scored true. a goal off the bench. It's, it's a, That's true. You know. That's true. A- Andrew uh, Farrell came in and had uh, – 20 AA points in 45 minutes. And like, you can play anyone against these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're bad. They're real bad. And even looking at some of the names that they're playing, I, like, I don't even know some of these guys. Um, I mean, Latif Blessing so, has 38 all around. Blessing's, in Blessing's really good too. Yeah. Blessing's really good though. I, I think he's so underrated. I love Latif Blessing. He doesn't really have a position, but he's like a perfect team piece to make make things just work because he can sub in kind of everywhere. Um, Barrero had a big game. Romney had a big game. Bo had a big game. Petrovich had a big game. So, yeah, pretty much if you have anyone if you started Montreal, revolution. If you, if you have yeah. any Montreal cards, you need to sell those things immediately. They're, this is a bad team. Like, And I know bad teams because I watch Charlotte FC every week. <laughs> they suck. But Montreal is really bad. They're bad, but the way that they work, they can have games where they just pop off. So like I, I, I don't think I don't think they're I don't think I would rely on Montreal per se, but a guy like Herrera, I bet Herrera has at least three or four games of eighty plus this year. Like I bet he's going to have some weeks that he's an absolute monster, we'll and he's going to be super super cheap because everybody thinks Montreal sucks, which they do, and that's a hundred percent correct. Um, but yeah, I think Herrera is going to have some big games. Uh, Waterman's going to have some big games. Um, these I'm defenders, I'm these defenders like Montreal is going to have clean sheets. Like at some point this year, they're going to have like a couple clean sheets just because that's, that's how soccer works. That's extremely and when these guys, when these guys have clean sheets, they're going to have massive scores. Massive. Um, we'll see. I would never start them on the road though. I think it's very matchup specific. If you're going to go with Montreal guys, if you're like a super budget uh, player, I would never start them on the road. New York and San Jose played to a 1-1 draw in the longest game in MLS history. And this one was unfortunate, absolutely unfortunate uh, series of events here that led to the delay. Um, obviously, some alleged race, racial remarks from Vanazir, the, the uh, new forward for the Red Bulls, uh, which is, is tough. Like, he may be out for quite a while. Um, you never want to see that kind of thing, you know, popping up in the game. Um, but I thought uh, it was he handled it pretty well. And in his in his kind of post game 
you know, remarks. He was, you know, calm and collected and intelligent. Um, so I thought that was really, really good to see. Um, so kudos to him for handling that well. And the game itself, obviously a very, very, very late winner um, from the side of Thomas Barlow for New York. It's the latest school. Equalizer, but yeah. yeah uh, sorry, right. equalizer. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Um, and then the the only other thing, I think Judson went off injured. I didn't see what yeah, happened there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see what happened there. Um, but pretty good point, I think, on the road for, for San Jose uh, as they just kind of keep trucking along there in the Western Conference. If, They're still in sixth. If Van Zare is proven guilty of he said what he was being accused of, ban him for life. Yeah. I don't care. Get him. Get, yeah. He be it's, the league. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long time. Ten, if he ten plays game again. suspension is not enough. Just just prove. Yeah. You need to take drastic action to prove that certain things are unacceptable. Pretty right. easy. Yeah. It's a layup. No. To be honest. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Absolutely no no room for that in the game. And I think we're trying to, you know, get that out of there. But there are just some people that you know, don't want to get with the program here. So unfortunate to see, never want to see it. And uh, yeah, I think make an example out of them for sure. Um, New York City and Atlanta played to a 1-1 draw um, across the river over uh, at Yankee Stadium. And uh, Tiago Almada did a Tiago Almada throw up another hundred. Easy. Is this, is, is he the best, is he the best player in the MLS? Uh, right now, I'd say it's Buanga, but Amada's up there for sure. That's fair. I think Buanga's on a better team, so I think he's going to yeah, get more yeah, opportunities. Set up success way better for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Almada absolutely absurd. Jim Marcus is actually making a pretty big impact for Atlanta United. GG George Giacomo. Yeah, I think it's good to see. I think they've needed that. They they haven't had that since you know three years ago when when Joseph was was cooking. So. Um, good to see Atlanta up at the top of the standings, 14 points, third place. Uh, they get the the important Is that good point. to see? I don't, I I mean, don't agree that that's good to see. I, I think it's good to see. Um, I, I root for everybody except for the Red Bulls. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, Atlanta kind of kind of getting there a little bit uh, with, with their crew. Uh, as far as the NYC side, not. Not not a lot went on in this game. Not a lot of not a lot of points coming through. James Sands had an injury and went off. Yeah, that's brutal. From he was, from he, what was I scoring, see, he was like he was crushing also when he went off. Unfortunately. Yeah. From from what I from what I saw, it's there's no fractures, uh, so it won't be a long injury. Um, but he'll probably out be out for at least a couple of weeks to kind of rest and recuperate from that. So um, I don't think I would be starting James Sands for their next game. Um, anything else with this one? Nah, just uh, sucks about Sansy, but uh, if you can still find a decent price on Giacomaki, I'd buy him because he's going to continue. He'll probably, even with yeah, fewer AA, but but more decisive, he'll probably be better than Luisa Arujo, uh, going forward for Atlanta forwards this season. We'll see, we shall see. No, depending I don't on know. what I'm on, I don't know how I feel about depending that. On, well, I mean, just depending on if I'm on a stays or goes, or yeah, Arabusto is not good. He, I mean, it sucks, but he's not, he's Donovan Pines, man. Like, he's not good in real life, but the man puts up AA. Didn't have a great game this time. He only had only had 10 AA as a forward. How dare he? Um, but yeah, I he uh, he just puts up AA for fun. And if he ever scores or assists, he has a great freaking week, and it's crazy. I mean, in four of the last five, he's had under 10 AA. That's all I can say. So he sometimes does. 
He sometimes put up CAA, but for a forward, ten AA is really not that bad. Yeah, but two of those you just got to score. Seven, two of those five or seven. Uh, I don't know. Got to score. Um, I, I I have we'll Aru. I, I have his card, so I, I trust me. I, I know of which I speak. He's he's uh, he's a bust this year. Maybe. Uh, guess what, Trippin' B? What? There is a new greatest team of all time, and the greatest team to ever play soccer in this country is the Chicago Fire. Chicago. It's been proven. It's been proven. Amazing. It's a hot time. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? Who, who could have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought just just two short weeks ago that we'd be on this journey into Chicago now, <laughs> uh, as the uh, as the as the Fire defeat Minnesota uh, two to one. And right. I think your story here is uh, is a little man called Kai Kamara, who, if you have not been in MLS long, you may not know who that is. But we love Kai. Yeah, get to know him. Yeah, he's here. He's a legend. Uh, he's, he's, he's a, a legend. A MLS legend. Yeah. And no matter how many times you tell him to retire, mm-hmm. he just keeps scoring goals. That's just mm-hmm. how this works. He doesn't care what you think. Um, also, the other thing to point out with this game, Chris Brady had such a good game going, and then error led to a goal, ruined his shutout, and he ended up with only 42. He had like a 90 going because he had so mm. much AA with a decisive yeah, and then ruined it and lost lost his shutout. So he's Brutal. so close to just being God-tier U23. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chicago... He's, he's still bad in front of him. Chicago's still bad in front of him. So he still gets a lot of chances to put up AA. He has a, he has a, a hard time. He has a hard time catching the ball. I feel like Brady. Yeah, he doesn't. He makes like great saves and then he'll kind of let one in that he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So gotta get a little more consistent, but he's got so much potential. Like you just you want him to just if he can just make basic plays, he'll be so good. Absolutely so good. Uh, next game, Houston eviscerates the LA Galaxy, and this game was not close at all. Uh, this Biasi guy, or Bossy, is that how you say his name? Amin yeah, Bossy. Bassi. Bassi, uh, yeah. He's really good. He didn't have cards yet, but my goodness, is he good. He puts up AA for fun. I can only it's imagine, crazy. yeah. That, that was a fantastic signing. Him and Hector Herrera are kind of running this team. Uh, teenage Debbie, Ethan Bartlow in the back, getting clean sheet. Steve Clark gets the clean sheet. And I think the best thing that I saw this weekend was Casares getting sent off for going over and interrupting the VAR. That was incredible. Like, yeah. What are you thinking on a yellow card going over and interrupting the VAR? Like that is just wild to me. Like, yeah, I don't know I mean, what yeah. went through his mind. LA's a pure dumpster fire, and Casaras has always been a kind of a weirdo on the pitch. So it, it doesn't surprise me. He's probably not loving the fact that he finally came to MLS and uh, ended up on a shit team. But what can you do? How about Ache yeah. Ache uh, getting the red card after the whistle, right? Like right at the tough. The like, yeah. Real tough. He, he was sitting on a goal. So he was sitting on like an 85 and he went down to 64. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Had a had a goal and a, and a bunch of AA like he does. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one too. And obviously he'll miss the next game, which is tough. Yeah, that's uh, Ricky tough. Ricky Poosh put up a sixty. Brugman sixty two. Delgado sixty three. The center of the park is fine. It's just uh, I don't know, just everything else. Everything else Brug- went to went to hell in a handbasket in this game for uh, Brugman is just an absolute beast. 
I mean, this guy crushes Ruben's it. Ruben's really good. Yeah. yeah. And Mark Delgado's really good. And Ricky Pierce. I don't think, I don't think any I don't of these know. guys are good in real life because L.A. is just really bad. But these guys I, are – the way they're game – Ruben is good in real life. And as is Ricky Poosh, it's really good in real life. I just – I don't understand how they're this bad. Like, I, I don't understand how they're I, – I, I didn't think they would be good, but, like, three points from six games? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even close Ugly. right now. So ugly. To be to be fair, they're only minus six goal differentials. So this is the first game they've really gotten blown out. All their other losses have been by like one or two. But man, like people were thinking the LA Galaxy were going to be top of the Western Conference, and they are not. Houston really looks like the real deal right now. It's crazy. Man, they look like a Ben Olsen team. They look uh, like they're, they're beating bad teams. They're they're, make, they're, they're gonna bad yeah. Teams they're gonna beat the bad teams. Team. They're yeah. gonna lose to the good teams. They're gonna sneak into the playoffs and they're gonna go to first round exit. Like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what they do. Also three and zero at home, zero and three on the road. So the nice thing, sober wise, is it's very easy to predict when Houston's gonna be good. <laughs> no, um, yeah, you just you play them when they're at home and you do not touch them when they're on the road. Um, so I think that's. That's very nice uh, to see Colorado and Kansas City. This next game, Colorado getting a little road win, a little one nil. What a brutal, what a brutal, brutal game. Diego Rubio strikes to break up Melia's clean sheet in like the 70 something minute, I think, right? Just 80. Uh, oh, no, no. That was, uh, that was when he came off, was the 85th minute. Uh, 69th um, minute. Yeah. yeah, I I had, I bought Melia last week. I finally like gave in to like the idea that Melia is going to, play for sporting kc and i thought like they would get better and he was like su- super cheap so i bought him and he was uh, a clean sheet really would have helped me I, I i missed a card from him uh, not getting the clean sheet so among other things mm, but, yeah remy Vol- and remy voltaire had voltaire the error. voltaire had yeah. that had 39 38 uh, all-around points and a negative decisive that stupid yeah. son of a gun but Polito played 65 russell played 90 shallowy played Eric Tommy's been a huge disappointment this year, I will say. Yeah, true. Expected him to Absolutely. really crush the Matrix this year. He's not doing it. Keegan Roseberry somehow turns in a 73. and uh, He does Ar- all the time. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's either a 73 or a 20 for Keegan Roseberry. Like, and there's William no Yarbrough refuses to uh, give up his job. Another, a yep. road, win, road clean sheet's going to help him a lot. Boy, they, they lit a fire under his ass with that signing, huh? He's mm-hmm. been great this year. Uh, Abubakar also had a 60 in this game uh, and Yappy comes off the bench and gets his assist so good for him um, the, uh, this is a pro Indian... Yappy podcast for sure oh oh yeah we're big Yappy fans here <laughs> um, we need we need new season Yappy cards by the way we need right. to tell someone so rare to get on these because we need forward Yappy cards please I'm tired of playing him into my midfielder spot mm-hmm. um other other news from this game, injury news. Maxo went off uh, just before halftime, and it's kind of a terrifying injury, I guess, if you watched it. Um, but it seems like he is probably decently okay. So I don't know that I would play him next game, but um, doesn't hopefully doesn't seem like he'll be uh, he'll be out for too long, which is very good news for them. Um, he's not really played that well to start the season, but uh, he is been a starter every single game for them so um in the meantime i would guess keegan rosenberry kind of slides back into that other central back role which probably hurts his ceiling i guess but, mm-hmm. yeah we'll see uh next one nashville and toronto played to a nil nil draw joe willis again keeps the clean <laughs> uh, joe willis the master really good this year 
really, really good this year. I mean, he's um, he's fantastic. Mark Anthony K had an 81, which was the top in this game, but it was people just, were selling Willis for cheap in the offseason. Like, yeah, just because well, he got benched last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you get he when didn't you get really benched, get people it was more so. like they had this kid Panico who had been crushing it in training and in cup games. They just wanted to give him a, a little bit of a first team run and give Willis a rest. He he never really yeah. got dropped for performance, but it was a little it was a little disheartening. Trust me, I took a, a couple of DNPs on Willis last year, sadly, but surprised but um so yeah it, it just because a guy gets dropped or just because the, this is mls guys get dropped all the time and they come right mm-hmm. back to the team so um yeah i'm i mean you can definitely get burned playing goalkeeper roulette in, in this in this league but you can also get some like william yarborough has been the cheapest starting goalkeeper all year long and if you've had him like i have you've probably won some decent stuff because he's put up some great scores while he's been out there um and i mean it's it's roulette like he might get benched next week but doesn't look like it um but i mean you can you can get some of the elite guys for pretty cheap at times even like Krupo, like i got him for really really cheap uh so i i think uh i think if you're if you kind of know what's going on in the league you you can kind of get a sense for who's really good and you just get the really good guys um I thought one thing interesting in this game was Toronto actually outpossessed and outshot Nashville at at Nashville, which was Mm. pretty interesting. Um, So I don't, I don't know if that's a sign of things to come. Like obviously Insignia hasn't been here all year. So maybe he, you know, lights this team on fire, but um, I mean, I don't, don't, Toronto's not playing that bad. They're, they're ninth, right? They're, they're uh, eight points from seven. You have a lot of ties. You just, one one win, one loss, five ties. So drawing draw their way up the table. There you go. Yeah, I mean that's all you got to do if everybody else is losing, right? Uh, but throw Insignia into this mix, and it might it might look a little different. Uh, sure. So we'll see. We'll see when he comes back. RSL Charlotte, take it away, Trippin. <laughs> oh, this game was so frustrating. This was this was a rough time. Charlotte for the third time in four road games takes the lead on the road. And uh, we pissed it away again. Um, unfortunately, we uh, um, were one in one win, two losses in that situation. So not good. But uh, our RSL just found something, man. Uh, Charlotte played. Charlotte still. Charlotte's biggest problem is that they're trying to do sort of like this advanced, like Champions League style system with the the fullbacks playing inverted or what as they call it and the fullbacks when they get up towards midfield will come very far inside and teams are just killing us on the wings right now i mean it's you watch it like like uh lindsey or apple uh the fullbacks will come up to midfield and start to get in closer to the circle they'll be close you know in the circle compared to the 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 touch line and the wings on the opposing sides just like sprint into the space and they've just got tons of space uh RSL's it was one nil Charlotte and RSL scored an equalizer off of a bad clearance that went right to Pablo Ruiz and he and he hit a worldie like right uh, bounced in Pablo on, Ruiz. on the bottom of the bar. Yeah. He had a great game. Pablo and Sabarino thriving together with 94 and 100 respectively. But uh um but then Charlotte just was like under an onslaught. They gave up the, the three goals in a seven-minute stretch, like we said, and uh the two second goals were just like wing wingers with just tons and tons of space just able to make uh passes into the box that found a foot for tappins and a head on the other one case so swiderski had a really nice goal shout out to carol being back 
inexplicably was subbed at the 66th minute with the team down 3-1. It made absolutely no sense. He was one of the few like, attacking bright spots. Uh, so there, there's coaching issues in Charlotte. I, I think Charlotte is almost certain to make a coaching change before this year is up. I don't know if it'll be soon, but it's got to happen because they're they're really playing bad. Ben Bender is finally starting to get some more minutes. The former number one draft pick had an assist, uh, but ended up with negative AA. So that's not really something you can bank on. Same for Anderson Julio for Salt Lake. Uh, had a goal, but negative AA. And uh, get get uh, if you need an under-21 defender that's still slightly under the radar, Charlotte's Adilson Melanda is uh absolute beast. He's uh he crushed it even even with the three goals allowed. That's minus 12 points. He still turned into 72. So uh not he's bad. He's had some man. really good games. Yeah, he he's extremely talented. Came from French League 2 and uh he's he's 21 years old and he he won't be in MLS long. So, we'll see. Yeah, he's I've actually I've never looked at his his chart before, but he's had some really good games actually. Oh, it's a chart. It's a pretty impressive yeah. chart. It's a George chart. Marks, oh, by the way, this game could have been like seven to one. George Marks made some amazing saves. Oh, that's and really did did sort of uh, make a case for himself to maybe keep the top job, even when Christian Kalina is available back from injury, which is probably going to be in the next three weeks. But it'll probably still be Kalina. But Marks has definitely acquitted himself well. He's better than Pablo than. Uh, Pablo Cisniega it just is what it is. I, I wish it was not that true because I have more Cisniega cards than Mark's cards, but it is the fact of the matter. And Zach McMath came back in a goal for Salt Lake yeah. ahead of the uh, the youngster, who Gavin Beavers, who got a start last week. So there you go. Yeah, Gav, Gavin Beavers with the old four average, and he's going to have that for Yeah, while, yeah, he's like a cheat code. Like. If, you have, if you never predict <laughs> If he ever starts start, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, so yeah, good to hear about George Marks because I was, I was starting to get a little concerned with the goals that they're giving up. Um, but yeah, it's just I, the back, I think the he's back really good. Horrible. Yeah. The back line yeah. is it's completely horrible. Milan sounds like the system's horrible. horrible. Yeah. The system is really bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, opponent opponents against Charlotte just have un like absolutely unlimited, almost as much space as they could ever want in both, in both like attacking wings whenever they want it. And it's not good. <laughs> so play no way to play, play your wingers against Charlotte. That's that's what that's yes, the yeah uh, yeah that's that's, that's the, the that's, that's sure. the strat. Uh, yeah, big shout out Pablo Ruiz because uh, I, I shouted him out on the Nellis podcast and he promptly had a ninety four point four for me. So there you we, go. We love love the kid. Uh, Seattle stomped St. Louis three nil. I good. think he got to halftime nil nil maybe. Um, but yeah, Seattle just Seattled all over the place. Uh, shout out Josh Atencio, who is apparently the number one backup to uh, to João Paulo. Um, as Another one hundred. Yeah, they've they've had a bunch of those like kids, like Vargas, Atencio, Leva. Like they have a bunch of guys in that spot that are all kind of the same. And apparently Atencio is the the uh, the flavor of the month right now. Leo Chu had a tough game, and Rui Diaz came back in and made an impact. So now yeah, we were, maybe we were it flips back to the, the Rui uh, Diaz side. We were waiting for the Leo Chu uh, fall fallout to happen. It finally did. I think Rui Diaz will be starting ahead of him uh, immediately <laughs> from this point hope. forward until he gets hurt again. Uh, New yeah. Hotolo with a nice eighty burger yep. out there playing left back. Easily the the most reliable, consistent fullback in MLS. Maybe with the which exception. is really weird because well, he was you know, like the most. Kai, Kai Wagner's like in a position by himself, yeah. but but then you got Nuhu and Daniel Lovitz for Nashville are like probably your best bets when it comes to just but like Nuhu, fullback. Nuhu, 
New Who was so inconsistent for so many years. And now after the World Cup, he's just randomly like he's great every game now. It's it's he's the goat. His his confidence is insane right now. He's playing great. So and he's only twenty five years old. He's been in the league like seven years, twenty five years old. Yeah, he's amazing. And also shout out Jackson Reagan, who has locked down that spot over our guy Ariaga, uh, who can't even see the field anymore. He it's, threw up seventy eight. Yeah, if you Ariaga needs to be sold to a different league for sure. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Last game: Vancouver and Portland. And my oh my, the struggles for Portland continue. They got off a grand total of two shots in this game, which is no bueno. Uh, Diego Chara still had a 60 burger, um, but that was just about it for, uh, for Portland. Um, everything else kind of went Vancouver's way. And our guy, Julian Gressel is, uh, maybe the greatest person on the planet. Yeah. Get a 93, nine. It's really Portland good. Sucks. Pretty much all you, all you need to say for sure. Um, so potentially really bad news for Vancouver though. Kubas went off in the 28th minute. I didn't check that injury ahead of time and see if there's anything that's come out about him. But he is instrumental to the way that they play. So if he misses time, that's a big, big downgrade on your Vancouver guys, um, sure. especially Takaoka. Uh, big downgrade on Takaoka if Kubas has to miss time. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, but that seems like just about it for uh, some of the games. Uh, let's go through really quickly and give me just a guy at each position that you think is super overrated and they're going to fall back down to earth um, well, as the season kind of progresses. We'll start at forward. Forward is easy. Uh, it's Klaus. It's all, it's Klaus all day. Every day is the most ridiculously overhyped. Yes. Not yeah, Zhao Klaus, the, the, the Brazilian German, the Brazil, you know, who uh, plays for St. Louis when the, it's funny how his scores uh, evaporate when the opposing defenders are not passing the ball to him <laughs> in space. So there you go. Klaus, so if you don't, if you have Klaus, sell him instantly, immediately. Yeah. Get him out. Get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for mine, obviously forwards a little tough because it's it's tough to find forwards that are kind of overhyped. Um, but I th- I'm thinking Jordan Morris. I think Morris yeah, had a, a good really point. good start to the season, and he's like solid, but I, he's not this good. So I I think I think I'll go with uh, Jordan Morris for my my forward spot. Uh, do you have a do you have a midfielder? Midfielder, I'm going to go with Gabby Pereira for New York City. Okay. Uh, he's he's the sixth ranked midfielder right now on SoRare Data uh, for MLS mid player rankings. If you sort by decisive scores in last five, so he's he's in the, the you know he's a the top ten midfielder by some metrics, but he's playing for crappy New York City. You never know what's going to happen when they play home games uh, for attacking stats and. His AA is so his A his his L forty AA is eight and a half. His L fifteen AA is thirteen, and his L his L five AA is back down to eight and a half. So you kind of figure maybe he had like a little decent run in the L fifteen, but that eight and a half, you know, under ten uh, for a midfielder is not a good AA score, and that's no. that's his L forty form that's just a little bit more uh, established. So he's in a hot run because he's banging the decisives but I don't think that keeps up. So I think Gabby Pereira is headed for the crash. So it's funny that you mentioned the, the AA um, over the last 40, because my, my guy and boy, like, I love him. I really do. I love him as a player. He's, he's one of my favorites to watch and man, can he get hot and he's hot right now. And he threw up a 94 this, this past week. 
but it's just, I don't think it's going to continue guys. Uh, it's Julian Gressel. Like I get, wow. I get he's important to Vancouver, but he's not going to average 66 points over the course of the season. He's just not, uh, he's going to maybe be like low fifties, mid fifties. Um, and that that's going to be it. The dude over the last 40 games averages 7.2 AA over the last over the last 15, he's had 16-4. He's up 10 AA points a game. He's also up seven points in decisive per game. Um, and it gets even worse when you look at the L5 stats that he's had over the last five games. So um, I actually think Julian Gressel is going to come back down to earth. Not that he's not a good player and not that he won't contribute to a team and have some weeks where he's like 70-80. Um, mm-hmm. He is not averaging a 66. He's he's not. So uh, I guess the question is, are you buying Ryan Gold then, whose price has crashed? And uh, if if Gressel's production is going to drop off, then in theory, Gold's would pick up, right? Um, potentially. I mean, I I think Gold price wise is probably about where he should be, though. He's like he's a very good, you know, kind of kind of forward. Um, right now, Gold just isn't getting the assist. Like he's he's his AA is actually up, which is insane. Um, so if, if he would start getting some assists or goals, which I think he will, because he's Ryan Gold, he's like he's instrumental to the attack as well. Um, I think he he is going to be pretty good, um, but he's also he, he's pretty pretty expensive for a for a midfielder that's not U twenty three. He's, he's twenty seven years old, so um, mm-hmm. I do like Ryan Gold a lot as a player, um, but I I don't think he's necessarily underpriced if that makes sense. Um, Okay, we'll go. We'll go defender here. We'll, we'll, we'll Defend, defenders a layup for me. I hope I don't steal yours. And you could even make the case that this guy's already started to drop off. But it's Caleb Wiley for Atlanta uh, United. He just yeah. he he got super hot with the decisives early on, and he's nineteen, and he was playing. You know, he's playing attacking left winger from a defender position, and all these people started to get like, oh wow, Caleb Wiley. He's he's the one. But even with a couple clean sheet, ten pointers mixed in, he's still negative uh aa average over the last five games and uh he's headed for a mighty fall when when these uh, decisives start to fade out of his uh scoring log and his price is going to drop uh nosedive for sure yeah i think i think that's a really good shout on caleb wiley and and he is you know a talented player that we think is going to be pretty good as you know just in general um but yeah he might might be a little overhyped right now um I think for mine, I think we're gonna go with uh, with old Johnny Gallagher from uh, from Austin. Oh he's had yeah, a bunch, cool. yeah, he's had a bunch of decisives, uh, and he's kind of cleaning up AA a little bit. But the, this dude's average. This dude is is just pretty much average for me. Um, yeah, he doesn't do it. For his me. last his L forty is forty eight point six, and his L five mm-hmm. is fifty nine five. Uh, his price is creeping up to like pretty much all star territory, which. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get that at all. So um, I, I think I'd be on the, on the outs of, on the outs of, uh, of his card for sure. Do you have a goalkeeper? Uh, not really. It's a, it's a random position that shouldn't even be in the game. So it's tough to say mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, one McCarthy fall off, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be calendar. I mean, you, you picked calendar as your breakout no. last year. Now, now I, I, I might go the other way on him, but uh, I like calendar. Uh, now it's tough with goalkeeper, man. I, uh, goalkeeper is is till the, the nothing has made me ever want to quit so rare as much as the ch- crappy situation of uh, goalkeeper scoring and how how you like 
you can have four guys do really well, but if your goalie sucks, then you're screwed. Or right. in the rare lineups that you have a good goalie performance, someone will DNP in the outfield and you'll be screwed. So I, just, I, I hate goalkeeper. I wish it wasn't in the game. And, and yeah, a hundred percent. It's never, it's, it's, it's almost like roulette, right? It's, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's terrible. It's I, the I, least I important and most important position. Right. Because it's, it's, it's the yeah. hardest to pick too. Yeah, like it's the it's most just important stupid, yeah. just because it's the hardest to pick. It's um, legitimately stupid and should not. Yeah. There's no chance they'll ever take it out of the game because it would just be too hard to engineer it out with market wise and SO5 wise, but it never should have been included. Whoever memo to anyone creating new fantasy games in the future about soccer. Don't include, don't include goal. Yeah, we don't, we don't, no one, we no don't one want cares. it. Yeah. We don't want them. Um, I don't know. Like I, I can't even, I don't even know one. I guess Joe Willis, like he's averaging he's a sixty-five. <laughs> he's averaging That's a sixty-five-eight, and and yeah, I mean, I think I think he is still. I think they're back to being the Nashville from a couple of years ago, where they're gonna have probably the best defense in the league. So I do think he's gonna get close to that, but his, his price is also a little a little absurd for for maybe what I should sell him. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, but I mean. If you're trying to play the game, I actually think having Joe Willis is really nice. You know, like I, yeah. I don't know that I would want to sell just because of that. I mean, maybe I guess John McCarthy is who I would sell um, for sure. Oh, yeah. His, uh, his uh, prices, I would definitely be selling Berkey if I had him too, for sure. He had the big air this week. Berkey's it's probably too. It's probably too bad, late though. to sell him, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, his price isn't even that high. But like yeah. Berkey and McCarthy are the same, and I would much rather have Berkey than McCarthy, like by a lot. Because at least well, yeah, Berkey has a job. McCarthy's, McCarthy didn't even start this week. Yeah, that's a no right. Yeah, like they're, they're the same price. So I, I don't get why John McCarthy's that high at all. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess John McCarthy's the right answer. Um, if you haven't sold McCarthy, it's too late. So that's price is still like as a starter, basically. I mean, you might have to undercut it to get it out, but I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, that, that kind of wraps things up for uh, for this week. Any Any last minute thoughts for the folks? Uh, no, just mad at Charlotte, mad at my results. My ML, my, I got yeah, DNP held this weekend. Week. I, I can't win any. I expected to have some wins already by now, but instead I'm, I'm not winning crap and uh, it's got me surly and salty, but still love the game and hopefully uh, results will turn around. We'll see. I'm going to keep, uh, keep, I'm going to trust the process. How's your MLS common team doing? Uh, my MLS common team was amazing. I had Buanga, Amada, and Zellerai on. <laughs> And then I had Brandon by who had a clean sheet and like 60 points. And I still finished out of the rewards because that stupid Rubio goal that took away Emilio's clean sheet. I had like 400 and that's why some, something points and no reward. Yeah. But that I expect that in, uh, in, uh, in free to play. I, I know you're going to need I, 500 points to win anything. 430 points. Yeah. 430 points. I think I won, I won I, 40 I think so it, points off it. <laughs> I won 40 so coins. Hell yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think there's going to be weeks where that's going to be enough. But you had Carlos Hill had a hundy. You mm-hmm. had uh, Buanga had a hundy. So, like, when you have all these guys that everybody yeah, has as their captain get 100, they're just going to be weeks where they're too high. But, if like, on some weeks, like, Heel's going to DNP, and that's going to wipe out half the lineups in the in the league, and you'll probably get, like, a nice Tier 2, Tier 3 with, like, 450. First place, 514 points. So there's five scores. Five scores over five hundred, so it's tough, man. It's, it's but it's supposed to be tough. It's the free, the free to play should not be easy. So, but uh, hopefully, it gives you a little taste of the game. And uh, all y'all free to play players out there, can you 
please buy some limiteds and, and save the market for us. <laughs> We'd appreciate it. Specifically my limiteds. Uh, okay. So that's going to wrap things up for this week. Thank you guys for joining. We will see you next week.